tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! This is Dave's pick. Here it is. <laughs> so the last time it was Cat Stevens, it was a little low energy, yeah. so I wanted to come in with something, and this one just popped right into my head. Yeah, well, it was kind of perfect for yeah. the show, right? Yeah. It probably inspired you to get that. I think so. Like, there's not a lot of fire, like literal fire, but I think there's a lot of metaphorical fire, <laughs> which right. often is less dangerous uh, physically, but more dangerous emotionally. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, we sure have missed you the Thank last you. I've weeks. missed you guys. Yeah. It's good to be back. I, I'm sure the shows were different. You know, not as many humorous jokes, perhaps. No, we missed. We and missed not as funny. great as a uh, chin line beard. Nobody else has that on the. <laughs> no, show. no one else so had that beard. I'm glad yeah. I could come back to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks. We're glad to have you back. Yes. Uh, for those listeners, we're doing uh, the Redneck Island after show titled "Are You Smarter Than a Redneck?" Mm-hmm. This is episode number eight. And I have to tell you, what a fun and surprising episode, didn't you think? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought the challenges were good. Yeah, I thought the interaction between everybody was good. We were talking before the show. I'm liking less people. It's more manageable. I think we yeah. can follow more yeah. storylines, right. and it can be more interesting, so that the show doesn't try to have to pick which person to follow in a specific episode. Right. Well, yeah. last week, uh, Josh and Katie became a team. Yes. And still throughout the episode, you can see that there's not a lot of love between them, right? No. It's all... Why do they hate each other so much? I... You know what? Is it I because was of Margaret? <laughs> she hates Margaret and Josh is likes Margaret, so that's where the hatred is? I don't know. We're going to have to ask, maybe. We're going to have a couple yeah. callers call in. Nicole I'm going to write Cody. that down. Yeah, write yes. that question down. Why hate each other? <laughs> Um, but they definitely do. There's not a lot of love lost. And I have to tell you, Katie's a fierce competitor. Josh mm-hmm. should be really happy to have her. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just, you know, when when um, Josh had an opportunity to be a team player, he chose to be a Margaret, Margaret team player instead right. of a Katie team player. And right. I think maybe that's irking her, don't you think? Yeah, that's definitely what I think. And it's interesting because Katie is a person that... I don't have a strong feeling from from the earlier episodes. I feel like I'm seeing yeah. her more now. So, but I know everybody doesn't like Josh for the Margaret issue, and so even this episode didn't really focus on Margaret at all. Really, right, maybe right. one two minutes. Right, but she's still a force. A still a force of hatred among the show, <laughs> which is difficult. Right, yeah. and like, what are your thoughts now with uh, Josh? Is just flat out. Can- professed his love right yeah. and so he's like good with it and they're sleeping in the same bed and they're they're definitely a couple yeah i was surprised josh fell that fast I, didn't that seem weird it did i mean on one sense i guess like okay you're on the show you find this girl attractive she like she's lonely she needs somebody so there's right. maybe something there right. 
But from her standpoint, it's like, wow, like she's hooked up with two guys right. in the series of this show. And you think, what does that say about a person? Like, <laughs> whoever she dates in the real world after this has to yeah. deal with like, oh, I'm dating like the girl that's basically just hooking up whenever she can. For her own benefit, For her own benefit. Like, unapologetically. Right. And so I, it goes into a bigger concept, and I want to talk to our guest today about that as well. Of like, do people think about their public persona and what what life mm-hmm. is going to be like afterwards when they do right, these things? Right. Before we move on to the challenge, do you remember that little social game and Tank brought out his secret weapon? What was your thought on thought the funnel? On yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, when he was like, I brought something. <laughs> When there's only 10 people left. And I don't know about you, but I was like, oh, what is it going to be? <laughs> right. I thought maybe something creative or right, out of right. the ordinary, right. but it was just a larger <laughs> tube to a funnel that he'd already had the entire time. I know. It was so stupid. Funny. Right. It and, was so funny. He really, really was excited about that. And I everybody, mean, and they, I, you could tell the producers were like, hey, get really excited for Tank <laughs> to come in the room here. And I did have flashbacks. I lived in a house in college and we did have a two story funnel. And so I have had the experience of the two story funnel. Uh, I am not one of those people that can open my throat and just let the beer in. I'm a swallower, I have to gulp. I can't just... Some people just open it right up. Right. Women, give me a call. But... um, (laughs) And then Cody just pukes all over the place. Yeah. I mean, seriously, uh, exorcist style. Yeah. Right? And you think... And then another question I want to ask him, too, is how do you drink that much, puke that much, and then just be as chipper as a daisy... (laughs) For your life, livelihood the next day, you know? I know, it's so funny. I was, uh, yeah. I've done a couple reality shows, and uh, one of them, uh, had, you had uh, unlimited alcohol, as much as you want all day, nobody would tell you. But my thought was always like, well, I know I have to do interviews throughout the day and always be talking, so I was like, I don't want to be drunk, slurry guy on television, you know? <laughs> But these people have no problem with that. <laughs> these, <laughs> they're like, if they're not drunk slurry guy, they're concerned about life. Right, yeah. right. So, oh, my gosh. What did you think of the challenge? Because I thought it was a kick-ass, super fun-to-watch challenge. I thought it was a good challenge, too. And uh, we were both a little confused about the mechanics of it. Yeah. How were they balancing without falling from the very beginning? Right. And it seemed like everyone, seemed like the toes were the big thing. Everyone's yeah. toes were hurting. Yeah. And I kept thinking, like, what happens immediately when they fall? Because they have a weight that's dragging. Those those life jackets must be strong to keep them afloat with 20, 30, 40 more pounds oh, dragging them down. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I thought they must have scuba divers down there ready to oh, detach. Oh, that is so funny. I that's never how, thought like, about that. That's how pirates kill people. You know? <laughs> And so I didn't. So, but nobody seemed to worry about that. They never mentioned it. So funny! I never thought about that, but you're absolutely right. Dangerous. I loved the questions. They were. um, How many did you get right? I tell you, in the like before anybody fell, I almost got all of them wrong. Oh, really? I got the grits. I knew was corn only because I like the movie My Cousin Vinny, and that's the only thing I know about grits. (laughs) I knew the vice president. I knew the continental United States ones, but there were some other ones. That I wish I would have written them down. There were some other ones I definitely well, did not know the answer to. Um, like how many ounces in a six pack? You know, I started doing the math and then I thought I don't care enough right now <laughs> to finish the math. <laughs> I was like, I think it's it's right. sixteen. I, it's I don't know what a twelve ounce in a can, and then you times that by six. Is that I don't know. Is that what yeah, it is? I, don't know. I was yeah, thinking yeah. pints, and then I was like, how yeah. many ounces in a? And then I was like. I probably know, <laughs> but I don't care right now. Almost everyone got that right. Yeah, I, everyone did. So there's a couple that everyone got right. I was like, I have no. Or what are chicklins? 
Yeah, yeah. Didn't know they were intestines. Yeah. I know I've seen them on a menu or two, but they yeah, were yeah. really southern yeah, questions, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was, I, I'll tell you what I got wrong. The Daytona 500. I, I, I'm embarrassed to say I thought that was North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy, and Cody was like, right. sounded out Daytona. I was like, that has nothing to do with helping her out. It's like Daytona. Yeah, we get it how it sounds. It has nothing to do with Florida. Right. I mean, now that I know it makes sense, but I still... Right. And I don't care about racing at all. Oh, my God. And then um, poor Becky and Katie. And Becky is so funny. I really And a little hottie. Yeah, right? Beautiful woman. Yeah. It's so surprising what she looks like on camera. And then when she talks are totally two different images. Like, doesn't fit. Does yeah. It? Well, I mean, she's always wearing such low-cut shirts. I'm yeah. barely listening to what she's saying. <laughs> she is. She is. She she's showing them off. Yeah. I feel like she's really coming to her own in these right, last in terms right. of yeah, Well, good for she's Becky. Saying. Good for her. If good you got them, throw them out there. Right. Yes. So if Becky- I had big breasts, I would throw them out. <laughs> Becky and Katie both got um, how many, uh, what states outside of the con- uh, that, continental U.S. Uh, yes. And, yeah. That one was a true test of um, someone that's dumb. I, yeah, if they don't know... I'm ready to spit. <laughs> I mean, New Mex- Mexico? <laughs> and they were both like, oh my God, I didn't even think of Hawaii. I'm thinking of Hawaii every day of my life. Like, I want to go to Hawaii every day. And right. these people aren't even... Th- I get that right. like, there's some pressure, but come on. Yeah, that was... That, that was, was a dumb one. That was... That was yeah, pretty crazy. That was a dumb moment. That one, uh, and actually vice president, who's the who's the current vice yes. president. I was surprised in how many got that wrong. That, that was how shocking. How many did get that wrong? Two or three? Several of them. Yeah. Several of them. Yeah. I saw Romney come up. Romney. <laughs> right. I mean, at least she knows something. But. Um, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's so funny because perfect timing. We have Nicole on the Terrific. line. Nicole, uh, this is uh, Little Egypt. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Oh, can't hear Nicole yet. Wait a minute. We can't hear your girlfriend. Just a second. We see the control room working vigorously. Nicole, can you talk? (laughs) Oh, we hear her a little bit. Hello? Oh, hey. Can you just turn her up a little bit? She's at the max. Can you talk closer to the phone, Nicole? Uh, It's right on my mouth. That's it. We got it now. All right. We can hear you. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay, How are y'all? Great. Thanks for coming on the show. Boy, I have to tell you, Nicole, so sad to see you and Cody go. I really, really enjoyed how your relationship developed on the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really surprised that, you know, you guys could not get through that challenge. Tell us what you thought actually went right and what went wrong. Well, in that challenge, because Cody went first, I got to see Cody go and Whenever I saw him tying his rope, I saw all the slack he did, so it kind of yeah. got me worried, but it kind of gave me an opening to uh, my side of it, and whenever I go, how I should do it. So I made sure I put a lot of tension into my rope, and I actually did pretty good. Y'all didn't really get to see it, but whenever I got to the very top, I was right there. So whenever I hit, uh, whenever I was finishing the ropes, I went to hit the bell, but she hit it right before I did. Oh. She she lunged at it. She threw everything yeah. at it. Yeah, and almost, it's, it's hard to get a feel for it but the cleats the boat cleats are actually pretty far apart so her height actually helped her a lot with reaching everything because mm. she's 5'11 and I'm 5'5 five five. so she had yeah. a pretty good advantage on that point and I fell at another point and if I didn't like kind of fall right there I would have had it oh man yeah and we were confused for Cody because uh, obviously this was a challenge that had been done before and the too much slack in the ropes was the downfall 
of the last one, and it didn't seem like uh, he took that into consideration. Well, I also think whenever he was tying, because on the boat fleet, he needed to tie a figure eight, then he also needed to loop it to lock in that figure eight. And I don't think he looped it to lock in the figure eight, so I, I'm pretty sure that's what happened to him. Mm. And then, so afterwards, we were wondering about this. Since you guys got kicked off together, we asked uh, one of our other guests, and they said they're, they they ship you out pretty quickly. You barely even get to say goodbye to anyone. Now, did you guys get a little extra kissy time afterwards since you got cut together? Uh, we we did have a little bit of, like, more alone time. Because they do. They kick you off right after. Like, you don't get to go back to the house to say bye to anyone. You pack your bags before you go. But, um... Luckily, whenever we got kicked off together, um, Hunter and Heather were still at the hotel waiting, so we actually got to hang out then for a little bit, so it wasn't just that we had them with us. Wow, I'm so glad you brought up Hunter because one of my questions that I wanted to ask for you, Nicole, was that the, I think it was last week during the yacht um, yeah, and you know he had he had said that derogatory comment to you. I agreed with your stance and being upset with, and and I understood too why you didn't want to cave in to like Cody just telling you to like get over it because that was very very offensive. Did you come to terms with Hunter when you were at the hotel? Uh, Hunter and I, yeah, Hunter's actually one of my favorite people from the show. Um, he's kind of kind of a little. A butt sometimes, but he's actually a really, like, really nice person. He's the one that calls me when I'm upset. But I'm going to give you all a little brief summary of what really happened that they didn't show that happened there. Okay. Well, Cody did Cody did the, the strip strip pool or whatever he was playing. Hunter got upset. So Hunter yelled at him. Hunter went outside, like, really mad. I told Cody to put his clothes on. I told him he was right, like, he should be getting naked in a, in a bar. And then I walked outside, and then Hunter started yelling at me. So I was like, really? So then I went inside. I was having a good time, and he came inside. Pretty much gave me like a little, like a little one of those smart, like smirks. So I just walked away. I didn't even say anything. Walked away, and apparently that was him trying to apologize, and that's when the whole thing started. Like he comes outside, Mm -hmm. and my way I was raised is I don't want an apology unless you actually mean it. So that was my big deal. I knew he didn't mean his apology. He also said on the show that he didn't mean he didn't want to apologize. Yeah, so what else on the show that aired that you thought was maybe not the whole truth? Uh, do you have anything else um, that, that should... Yeah there's, yeah, there's a few things. Like the whole time when everyone was saying that uh, we backstabbed Riley, they didn't show whenever Riley was saying that if he won again that he was going to throw us in the pit. They didn't show that and like mm. a bunch of small things. And also with um, when we threw Josh in the pit, uh, yeah, the competition before we did uh, work with Heather and Josh. Like, we, um, when we were eating the, the foods, we are like, hey, what did y'all eat? What did we eat? Like, we worked with them. And that was part of the reason why they didn't throw us in the pit. Well, then, as time went on, like, the whole Josh and Margaret thing just got really old. And Josh started being really rude. And Josh making derogatory comments towards me and, like, yelling at me and stuff like that. So it was just really ironic that he was saying, like, no man should talk to a woman like they do Margaret. But then he was talking to me that way. Hypocritical. Mm-hmm. Wow. So what's what's your judgment on your overall feeling of the show? Good experience for you? Uh, getting you feeling like they portrayed you in the way you wanted to be portrayed, or was it different? No, I think they did a pretty good job. I mean, um, I had the, the, like, the time of my life when I was there. It was definitely an opportunity. Not a lot of people get it, so I'm really glad I took it. And I've just, I made a, pretty much a new family with most, most of the cast, so I'm just really happy with the that I chose to do it. And if I got offered it again, I would do it in a heartbeat. 
it's just it's one of those life-changing things that not a lot of people get yeah so um, did you have a blossoming relationship with cody that extended past you know your the time that you that you were on the island or the the lake well we kind of tried afterwards but i think we're just on two different pages in our life out of the show you know on the show you're you don't we don't have our phones we don't have like an outlet to society like for example i didn't even know the new iphones had come out like oh, uh, yeah we were just like kind of secluded so you really talk and know a person but when it came to our home lives i just think we're on different pages so mm. we're still friends and we still talk uh but for the romance part we just kind of ended that Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. We were kind yeah. of hoping to be invited to your wedding. Right. Yeah, I was hoping to be best man. <laughs> now, I remember the first time, when the first time I noticed it, you, uh, it was in that uh, challenge when you got uh, thrown into the air and then into the water, then had to swim and then get up in the thing. And I had noticed that you were one of the only people that wore like a bikini uh, outfit. Everyone else was wearing like shorts or something a little more um, conservative. Now, do you find yeah. you used your sexuality like as part of the show? You're like, you know what? I have a good bod. I'm just going to make sure it shows off on television and maybe people will root <laughs> for me that way. Or was that uh, strategic well, in any way? I'm glad you think I have a well, I'm glad you think I have a good body. But uh, now that I mean, at first I was like, maybe I could use this, but it came to that wasn't it. I mean, I'm competitive. I'm pretty athletic, so I didn't really have to do anything to show that I'm a competitor. But it's just I'm. They told us to walk around like we're at home, and at home I wear a sports bra and like sweatpants. So sure, I, I wish more people walked around like that. <laughs> but yeah. when it on that competition you were just talking about. I actually went second. Like, it was Heather went first, I went second, and Jordan went third. They didn't show it in that order. But Heather, Heather, Jordan, and I all had our swimsuit bottoms on. And then, uh, I guess after Jordan got hurt, that's when they switched it up. So everyone was wearing shorts, and they go to me, and it looks like I'm the only one in. They're <laughs> just showing a little extra something there, just for yeah, a little treat. Okay. David well, we enjoyed appre- it. Well, we appreciate it, and, and it put you on the radar for me, so... I started. I, I started rooting for you after that. I love it. Now, did you, now it sounds like Josh kind of took a turn uh, towards the end of the show, and, and it doesn't sound like there's a lot of love loss between you guys. Uh, you know what happened? Why did why did Katie? All it looked like Katie was a little bit aggressive with her dislike in John. We didn't Josh. We didn't see that build up. What was going on? Yeah. There? See, and there was a lot of build up to it, but. It was like, they didn't, they also didn't show the very first night, Josh and I kind of hit it off. And like, we, he stayed in my bed the first night and I kicked him out because he was snoring. Like, they didn't mm-hmm. show any of that. So Josh and I, but after that, we just kind of, we didn't really go towards anything. We were just friends. We didn't even really talk. And then as the show went on, we started making the hot Josh jokes, Jordan and I. And he, we would do it because he'd get really embarrassed. So we'd make really funny hot Josh jokes and he'd get really embarrassed about mm-hmm. it. And then as, as we started saying hot Josh, Margaret seemed to go towards Josh. I guess he was the new hot guy of the house, so she kind of like fled towards him, and he started liking her. And it just kind of it kind of annoyed annoyed us. Like he was uh, he would go and tell us one thing, then go and tell her another thing. But he didn't do that with just Margaret. He did that with Rocky. He did that with Parigi. He did that with me, with Cody. He did that with everyone. He would say at one point he was like telling us to throw Margaret in, but then he was telling Margaret that. He was doing that so that we would change our minds and not. Like, I don't know. He was just being very manipulative and like a sneaky snake to death at the term. Wow. So it kind of sounds like the average amount of people uh, hooking up with other people on the show was two. Everybody seemed to hook up with at least two people. <laughs> I don't 
don't know why he's keeping score. Well, you said Josh, and then she has Cody, obviously, uh, right. and Margaret right. had two as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. was was like the people that weren't doing any hooking up? Do you think they were jealous? Were they feeling left left out? Like, oh, why is no? Why am I not in anyone's bed tonight? know if they feel really nice, like left out but i know there's a couple people like on the show that kind of hit it off and they didn't show that uh-huh. um like it, it was just I, I think they picked and choose who they wanted to show and then of course cody and i won so many competitions that we're going to have a lot of airtime so on top of that they had our little relationship blossom but well, I, I, I got to tell you, I thought you guys handled yourselves really well. You sure didn't put anything out there that, you know, that was upsetting or anything. I, I enjoyed watching you guys. Are you, are you, I didn't catch your age, Nicole. I know Cody's like 22, right? Yeah, um, I am 23. I turned 23 on the show as Cody turned 22 oh. on the show. So oh, okay. Both. Well, I, you know, I, I have a son who's 22 and, you know, I got to tell you, as, as a mom watching the show, I was very pleased with the way you guys, you know, did your game. I was, I was enjoying it. So, you know, you weren't, you're very respectful. One of the things Dave and I was talking about was like, I wonder what goes through your head, like, after the fact. Like, do you, do you make a conscious decision to, like, know that the cameras are on you? We, you try your hardest to, like, remember that the cameras are there, but when you're there for so long, it's just part of your life. Like, you almost start to forget that they're there. So it's one of those things you just have to keep, a, like, a mental note that there's cameras around. And, I mean, I did I did slip every now and then. Like, I mean, truth or dare, I slipped. And, I mean, it's not my brightest moment, but it's one of those things. It's like, yeah. it shows that I'm a little more wild and have a little fun. But yeah. at the same time, I'm here for the game, and I'm here to do what I need to do. Well, good job. I really enjoyed it. Was Thank there anything you. that you want to use a, a few minutes of airtime to, like, I don't know, just promote or say about yourself or what are you doing next? Um, we, right now, we're just all living our own lives and hoping to hear to see what else comes from it. But as for now, I'm just at home in Dallas and I'm bartending, doing the same thing I did and just hanging with my friends. But for everyone else uh, that wants to apply for the show, I would say do it because I never would have thought I would have been picked. I'm just a small town girl from Texas, so. And did you I, consider? Want to try, try. Did you consider yourself a redneck before the show, or did you force yourself to become one? Um, I, I didn't. Uh, I've never considered myself a redneck, even being on the show. I consider myself a small town southern girl. Okay. Because I have redneck tendencies, yes, but I like to do my hair. I like to get my nails done. I like to pretty. Sure. I like to do pretty girl things. So. <laughs> I think you do them well. Yes. <laughs> well, Nicole, where can people uh, connect with you on social media? Um, on social media, I'm big on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at, at NicoleBass91. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I we like I said, we enjoyed watching watching you guys. You were great competitors, and we're so sorry to have this time to talk with you right now because that means you're not on the show. <laughs> it's okay. I don't mind it at all. Okay. It's good talking to y'all. All right. Thanks for calling Thanks in, for Nicole. Call. Appreciate it. Wow, so that's going to be interesting to see um, what Cody has to say. But before we do that, I have to ask you something. Some there was a there was a shift in the dynamics of. Um, the production this week and that was with steve austin it looks like jesse james might have gone somewhere Mm -hmm. she very well could be coming back but what were your thoughts like when you saw steve just kind of jump in and start taking over 
I thought uh, he's a powerful presence, obviously, yeah. and everybody seemed to be excited about it. And it almost seemed like maybe he was a little freer because he was the only one that had, you know needed to talk. Yeah. So he could kind of say... He, they still stifle him a little bit, I think, on the show. They don't... I, it's hard to say. I mean, I think we all know a little bit from my childhood, like, who Steve Austin is. But I don't have any bigger sense. Like, he's still... They kind of still force him to talk in these little, like, da 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 like, a robot, almost. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. We get it. You're strong and we're scared of you. Right. But, um, I mean, sadly, I don't think we miss anything by not having her. Yeah. And, I, you know, one note I wrote down is I think at some point reward the audience that's been watching each show and don't have to go over the rules every single time. <laughs> Does that bother you? Is it every insulting? time. Let's remember whoever yeah. gets cut off. Like, we right. get it. Right. And, like, who's watching episode five for the first time? Maybe, like, ten people. Yeah. But you know what? Make them watch the first one and remember the rules. Right. And give the host something more exciting to say. Right. It doesn't sound like it's kind of scripted. Like, here, you can say this. Oh, it's absolutely yeah. scripted. Like, Steve, yeah, yeah. don't say anything else besides right. who's up yeah. and what the rules are. Like, what if each time they, like, got into, like, a little one-on-one... Like, they do a little bit, but you can Not tell enough. it's so, like, stifled. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I just have to tell you, I just don't think that, um, from a viewer, mm-hmm. uh, there's no... There's no... Mm, what's the nice way to say it? There's no motivation, it seems like, on Steve's end to really connect with her, because it's like, what, right. what's what's in it for me? You know? like this- Well, and what's she doing... That's worth connecting with, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. they literally give her one line per yep. time she's on there, mm-hmm. and it adds yeah. nothing, and right. we don't even know why she's there. Yeah. Brittany always says, well, she has a fan base, and I'm sure that's why they did it. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't see, like, this show... I mean, what is she going to use as a reel after this show? Right. For the next thing? <laughs> what has she shown? <laughs> Nothing. Right. Okay, so we're going to have Cody call in. And I, it's so funny, the texting that I've been doing with Cody and Nicole, it doesn't surprise me that yeah. we have this miscommunication right, right now. He's not calling I in. can't believe how young so, these people are. Yeah, You know, right? like, they all seem older. Yeah, to yeah. think 22, 23, these guys are kids. I know. Yeah. I know. Which I get. I mean, how old is the, like, how old is Jeremy? Like, some of them, am, uh, pro, per, pro, uh, Perigi. Perigi. Perigi's he probably, was older, yeah. 30s, right? Yeah. Definitely. But, uh, I mean, I guess. Jer- he, Jeremy looks, uh, he, looks older. he doesn't look like he's in his 20s. No. Yeah. So what did you think of Jeremy and Shelby? Like, that, they definitely have kept under the radar, right? It's true. It's, like, hard to have... I feel like certain shows, they say good things about Jeremy. Mm-hmm. I, have they ever really... Has Jeremy ever had, like, a negative show where people are kind of against him in any way? I nope. can't really think of one either. No. Nope. At the same time, he's never really had, like, a like a big show where we care a lot. <laughs> right? Well, and I don't... God knows. I mean, we don't know if there was a lot of stuff that they're not showing. Right. Maybe he's just not as... Well, he's definitely not as big of a personality as someone like Tank or Margaret. But you can't have a full show with everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. Being a big character, right? But the the Jeremy Shelby combination as a team. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, I don't know how strongly. I, I guess I, I I see them as a potentially strong team because he seems very like centered and strong and he doesn't get like caught up in a lot of other things and Shelby who is kind of a real firecracker earlier on they've uh th- that seems to have tapered off a little bit mm-hmm. so i think they could be they could be a force yeah i do too this last mm. one yeah kind of hoping they win yeah yeah i kind of do i like them the best so we have cody davis on the line cody are you there Yes, ma'am, I'm here. There he is. <laughs> well, hey, Cody. You were a great competitor. 
ma'am. You were a great competitor. Well, thank you. That's the way I grew up to be. That's the way I want it to be. Well, it it show it it came across that way. So, Cody, the reason that you guys lost the challenge was because Nicole could not get a lot of those questions answered. Your facial expressions and your frustration were so funny and enjoyable. Uh, but what were your thoughts on that? I mean, every five, what was it? Five pounds getting attached to your abdomen? Was that what was, what was the deal with that challenge? Well, us guys, we're standing at about 25, 30 feet above the water on a platform, but we're at like a 45, 50 degree angle on the edge of this platform. And we're standing in water shoes and we got this wooden box behind us where we have to stand straight up. And we got this harness attached to our chest. And we start out with 15 pounds attached, dangling 12 feet between our legs, just dangling there. And for every question they got wrong, it was either 5 pounds, 10 pounds, or 15 pounds that they added on. And they would just, the females would just set it on the platform, and then they would just kick it, and it would fall 12 feet. And us guys would just have to sit there and take it. As our toes are slipping, calories and legs burning. It, it was very hard. Now what, so... Uh, is it the leg muscle or what? Like, uh, who has the best chance to win uh, a competition like that? What's the, what's, you know, is it a leg muscle? Who's ever the strongest or whoever has the best balance? Or what do you think the strategy is there? I think the strategy has to have a lot to do with balance, but who can take the most pressure yeah. coming and falling from that angle? I mean, strength really doesn't have much to do with it. I mean, because I was the smallest guy on the show. And I lasted longer on up there and had the most weight added than a lot of them did. Yeah. And I think I think the most had to do with who could take it the most and who was who was in it to win it basically. Who had their right mind, mindset to go in there and win it? And with the leg burn, you couldn't think about it. You just had to think about the hundred grand you were so close to getting to. You know, I'm glad you're using the word mindset because that was kind of what I started the show with um, back when we were doing our first episode because I really enjoy watching how people de- develop their mindset before a challenge. Mm-hmm. And Cody, yeah. when you were with Nicole, right, and you're on the dock and you're, you were, your mindset was so strong that you were actually telling her, so when I stay and you go, <laughs> you had that like attitude, like you knew she was going, but you had no idea that you were going to go. And I, I got to, I, you know, I want to give you kudos for that because it takes a lot to develop a mindset and you have a very strong one what was it dave brought up a really good point cody so when you have these weights on your stomach right and you fall is there a team of scuba divers down there is your life vest holding you up i mean that's a lot of weight how do you not drown and die yeah okay see that's what they didn't show all of that when 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 the guys fall they have an emergency thing right there attached to their where the weights are attached and when you fall, when you let go and that pressure lets go of your chest, it disconnects the weights from you. So they free fall before you. So you just hit the water with your life vest. And you don't have the weights attached to you any longer. Well, you know, that, that I thank God that that one played out because how many challenges did you watch where we were like, who is testing? Right, yeah. <laughs> Do you get to test? Does everybody get a chance before they actually shoot it to get up there and try it out or no? No, man. No, no, sir. Not at all. Wow. We, they just tell us that it's been professionally done by stunt <laughs> people and that we have to do it or get sent to the pit. Wow. Wow. And and I was glad because at first I thought you'd be face planting into the water, but luckily it's feet first. 
Yeah, that's what I was afraid of, face plans from that high. That would my be... face is too pretty to be messing up. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you know, it'd be nice if they did a demo run for you. Like, yeah. this is what it looks like when you fall. Right. So, like, hold yeah, your nose. Yeah, exactly. And it didn't help that some of the challenges, they'd be like, yes, us, some people have done it. And yes, some of us got really hurt doing it. But <laughs> good luck, guys. Good luck. <laughs> that's really awesome. Just pat you on the ass and say, good and job. We're all hung, and we're all hung over, so that didn't help at all. Yeah, actually, that was a question I wanted to ask you is uh, because we obviously saw you uh, doing some heavy-duty puking, and it brought me back <laughs> to uh, my college days as well. And I was just thinking, I don't think on the day nights where I was vomiting uh, my guts out for 20 minutes, I don't think I could get up and do something at, extremely athletic and uh, be energetic not 24 hours later and you guys seem to do that every single day so uh, is it just because maybe you're 23 and i'm 30 so uh i don't remember those days of quick recovery but how how was that uh i'll go ahead and tell you right now it's probably one of the hardest things i have to do <laughs> when i go out when i go out drinking and i'm partying i when i wake up the next morning or next afternoon because i like my sleep Right, but knowing I'm knowing I'm in a competition for a hundred thousand dollars, and I got all these people with a target on my coming at me with a target on my back, there's nothing but to do but to take some BC powder and Advil and keep on rocking. <laughs> wow! So did you did you have a headache or anything during any of those uh, pit pit challenges? Oh, just just about every single one of them, I was hungover <laughs> and regretting it. Chugging water before drinking a Red Bull with some Advil. I mean, right? I was miserable waking up, and some mornings we'd have to wake up at eight o'clock, and I'd be going to bed at four five o'clock in the morning i'd have to wake up and go to challenges at eight thirty nine o'clock in the morning feeling yeah. like death all over again my god well you guys ended up looking and i could never really tell that they were hung over see that's the that's youthfulness right that is there. youthfulness yeah. god yeah. bless you be guys. careful cody <laughs> yeah. it goes away hang in there so cody who's your favorite player on the team other than nicole you connected with her that was so awesome to watch we really enjoyed that whole thing blossoming who else uh did you really connect with and that you're watching out for right now on the show? If I had to say anybody, it'd be my boy Tank D. Really? Mm. Yeah. Tank D, me and Tank D hit it off from the beginning. Uh, Tank D's my boy. He we, he connected with me from the get-go. We had the same mindset going in, and he never did anything dirty behind my back. But from the aspects of it, from me and Hunter butting a lot of heads, uh, even though he's not on the show anymore, I, I, I'd say me and him hit it off. Good. I could channel him to do anything for me to this day. Mm. Well, that's great. Oh, that's really nice. Now, from a male perspective and on the romance side of things with you and Nicole, now, do you go in and you thinking you want to hook up with this girl like on national television or are you more reluctant to do so when you're under the sheets or what's what goes through your mind when you're feeling like because you you know you were professing yourself to her pretty hard near the end and I'm imagining they didn't show us everything that went on between you two so when you when you know you're on television you know what's going through your head there uh, see, that's the thing. I, don't, don't anybody want to get caught on national television <laughs> doing some things like that. Right. So we, uh, <laughs> Unless we, you're paying uh, we for try, it. We try to keep a lot of our stuff behind behind doors, behind closed doors, and keep it on just between us. But I did confess myself on camera quite a bit, and I think all of America got how I felt. Oh, but it was so cute. I loved it. I loved it. It made you. It made you endearing as a viewer. We want to connect with people for the right reasons. Those were the right reasons. Was there anything that was shown on television that you just wished never aired? Yeah, me. Uh, after our nice little ice cream date, me taking a nice whiz off the pier. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's probably not the best. Uh, 
the yeah, best. Yeah, because they, they got a lot of hate killing the fish. They got a lot of hate about killing the fish and ruining the whole romantic date and all that. Oh. But I wasn't I wasn't sober either, and I had to go, so I'm going to go. <laughs> sure. It's part of being a redneck. Cody, when you, yep. were, when you were doing that challenge with Nicole, okay, so you were uh, – they asked you on uh, on camera, and you had said, "It was." It made me laugh. You said, "Are you effing kidding me? My partner's stupid," and that just kind of summed up like your frustration with that. Because out of everyone, I think she well, she got more wrong than anybody. She is yeah, that's see, that's 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 the reason I was most frustrated because she knows I'm the smallest, and I had a lot drained from me from I had stress built up from seeing her winning the most competitions and having to make stressful decisions that's supposed to help us in the long run and try and keep allies, but also know we're going to have enemies. I was stressed from that, and from the competitions I was drained and going all night drinking, it just it was just getting stressful. She knew I'm the smallest one in this challenge. We had to win, we or at least not lose to Josh, because we sent him in last week. Yeah. We knew if he wins, we're automatically going in, because he ain't going to send his girlfriend, Margaret, in. Right. Yeah. There's no way he's going to. So we had to win. I was just getting aggravated, because most of them were just common sense questions that you learned in normal high school days. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And you guys aren't that far away I, from high school. You're yeah, only 22, 23 years old. It should have been fresh in your yeah. memory. <laughs> yeah, we're four, we're, four years out, we're three, four years out of high school. There's no reason. I'm I'm, I'm not the smartest fool in the shed, but I, I could answer most of those. She could have been held, holding her weight and we'd have had a better chance. Yeah, well, she's a bartender. What are you going to do? Um, when uh, Let me ask you your opinion on the host. You know, we were talking about Jesse James and she wasn't in that last. Did they? Was she sick? Did they give you any reason on why she wasn't there? Uh, from as far as we know, we she just had to go do something with her husband and take her baby over there with to back to our own town with her husband. But uh, we mm-hmm. didn't know she was gonna miss the whole pit challenge and all that. We we didn't know that we thought she was just gonna be gone the day mm-hmm. and be back. And so when Steve came up, it kind of stunned us. We're like, oh hey, Steve Austin. Well, did, what did that feel like? I mean, you clearly had to watch the other seasons where Steve was just running the whole show. What was it like when he just kind of came back and claimed his territory again? Yeah, see, we were, we haven't been used to it. We're used to looking at the beautiful Jesse James Decker coming to ask questions, and it makes it a little bit easier because she's so beautiful. You get just you just lost in her beauty, and it makes the questions come out easier, especially when she's feeding alcohol down your throat and makes it come down easier but sure. when steve comes and tells us it's his territory and you want the right answer and all that and you know you're going in you just you got to accept it and <laughs> me personally i knew i was going in when steve came and asked josh so i just I knew i was going to be a hard-ass for steve and give him my right state of mind and he accepted it and he liked my attitude so did you feel jesse actually added because we often talk that jesse while pretty face didn't really have much to do on the show. They gave her about one or two lines per episode, it seemed, and most of them were just repeating the rules over again. And did, did you have that sense of, like, she was kind of needless as well? Or did you, being on the show, did you feel like she actually added something? I mean, being on the show, I felt like she added something. I mean, it brought it different, and that's what this whole season was based on, was being making it different and seeing how it would go. And I feel like she was needed there because it break up the whole... Steve Austin being a hard-ass aspect towards and on everybody. When there's not 15 people, there's 24 in this one, and we're all younger, and we're all trying to compete for the same grand prize as teammates now. Mm. And I think Jesse comes in there just to break up a little bit of the tension and make things go a little bit smoother between all of us and then between her and Steve. And, I mean, I, I think she, just from being on the show, I think I think she was needed. 
So what about the pitch challenge? Okay, this is the second that you, 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 it wasn't the first time that you saw that challenge play out. As a viewer, I'm like, why isn't he making that rope a little tighter? I mean, you just saw, who was it um, that, who was it? It was uh, Corey, I think, yeah. struggling with yeah, that. Yeah, Corey, Ca- Corey and Cowboy. Yeah, and I was thinking why, you know, knowing that it's so important to make that rope really tight, what was going through your head? See, when when we found out we were going to the pit, that's the, that's the pit challenge I was asking for. I was talking like, I hope it's the rope climbing, because I've been dealing with boats my whole life. Yeah. Time boats, using boat cleats my whole life, deep sea fishing and all that. That's what I was hoping for. But what I didn't get out of that when I had to go first was I didn't add on the aspect of having to climb and tie the rope and all that, how hard it was going to be. And I was just doing a double figure eight knot on them and wasn't looping them to make the rope tight. And when I got to the top and I couldn't reach my last cleat, I had enough rope, but I just had too much slack. It was too far away from me. I just couldn't get that rope over there and hit that bell. And I seen Jeremy doing it, and I just threw I threw my rope up, tried getting it on there, and tried stretching. My arms just wasn't long enough. Mm, man, first time in the pit, and oh my gosh, you and Nicole were the only team that went out at the same time. That was the only original team to go in together, only original team to go out together. Yeah, yeah. So, who are you hoping wins it now? If, uh, out of everybody there hoping to win it, I, uh, Tank D and Becky. Oh, that's I, that's nice. who I hope to win it. That's cool. That's cool. I ain't got nothing against any of them, and if I had to choose between someone else, they'd be. Red and Jeremy, because Jeremy's like a bigger brother to me, and we had the right mindset going into the pit. We told each other, since we were facing them, we're like, whoever comes out, that team's winning the $100,000. Yeah. So if he kept that, if he keeps that mindset and kept it, I, I think him and Red are going to be real good together. Did you ever work things out with Josh? Are you guys on the men's now? Because you sure didn't have a lot of love lost during the show. I mean, I haven't really talked to Josh that much since the show. I mean, I ain't got no hard personal feeling from him for, against him, because it's it's a competition. I mean, you got to look at it that aspect. We're all there for the same reason. We didn't go to make friends with each other. We went there for the $100,000, regardless if it's to better our family or just to spoil ourselves. That's what we went there for. I ain't got no hard feelings against him. It's just the aspect of the way he did it. No one no one likes Margaret in the house, and it's only him. And I think he just let Margaret get to his head and did it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Me and Nicole won, and we were top competitors. So it was a good decision on his part. But I don't, I don't have any hard feelings against him. I mean, he could call me and need my help, and I'd help. Oh well, that's nice. That's nice. What about Margaret? I, I haven't, I haven't hardly talked to Margaret at all since the mm. show. I mean, I guess she's got her busy life, and I've been working my ass off around here. Excuse my language. I just, that's, I just haven't really talked to her. I know, but I, I ain't got no hard feelings against her either, whatsoever. I mean, she didn't really do much. But manipulate people on the show and bounce from guy to guy. But I mean, I ain't got no hard feelings towards her. So, would you do it again? Oh, in a heartbeat. I I pack my bags right now and go all over again. Now, do you find your social life has improved since being on the show? Are women throwing themselves at you, saying we must have this Cody character in our lives in our bedrooms? (laughs) Uh, Ever since that episode of me taking Nicole to the dock and expressing myself to her. My Twitter and Instagram and Facebook have been blowing up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> with, with girls, I mean, girls attacking their own boyfriends, saying, "Why can't you act like more, more like Cody?" And you stuff like that. son of a bitch. They're still, they're still hoping, man. Society for men and all that. I mean, 
I like it. I, <laughs> I would imagine you would. Well, yeah. see, learn something from this, Cody. You're still really young. You can change. Uh, you can change lives for everyone that's around you and connecting with you. Just yeah. keep setting that good exactly. example. So, where can people connect with you on social media? Uh, they can get to me on Twitter at c underscore davis twenty two, okay. and Instagram at c underscore davis underscore twenty two. And Facebook, just Cody Davis. And are you an eligible bachelor right now for women uh, out there that are listening? Currently not. I'm I'm in a relationship with a hometown girl from down here in Lower Alabama. Aw. Well, that's the first Heart's time breaking. we've ever asked that question. So apparently you have some interest <laughs> from our host. <laughs> just doing my best, Cody, right, to yeah. try and set you up for the future. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really much. appreciate that. It, but uh, if, if things go downhill from here, I might have to hit up one of them from the social media and see how things work out. We'll have you back on the show then. Yeah. Cody, <laughs> thank you so much for calling in. We really enjoyed it. Sorry that you're no longer uh, on the you. show. All right. Wow. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Huh? You know, after talking to both of those people, they seemed uh, much more proper than I would have thought. You know, it's, yeah, I almost felt guilty yeah. asking them my stupid questions because they like <laughs> seem like real people as opposed to these characters almost of themselves on the show. Yeah, yeah, I know because we kind of want to play with them like yeah. in the manner that we're watching well, them, also but they're not crazy interested in on the show and getting drunk yeah. and all the time. Yeah, but you talk yeah. to them in real life, you're like, oh, this is just a, a dude or a girl that are yeah. just living their lives. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Kind of boring. Kind of. Uh, I think we did some good. Had some good questions. <laughs> But uh, it, it makes, uh, as an, from an interview standpoint, I think it definitely makes it, you kind of have to just trudge along and kind of ask the questions you think despite yeah, kind of the yeah. attitude that they, I mean, yeah, anyone that yeah. says ma'am and sir after every sentence. We're in trouble. Yeah. We talked about that in one of our first episodes. <laughs> I yeah. yeah. Actually, do I love here. it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. But yeah, maybe we'll put a, the call out to all the other rednecks listening when, you, when you're when you asked to come on the show. Um Yes, please act as you did on the show. <laughs> that Don't give us a boring a uh, real life rendition of yourself. Nobody wants to hear that. Right. <laughs> call it for next week. Yes. Oh, call it for next yeah. week. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Jeremy and Red again. I think. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think they have a powerful thing going, and um, I don't know. I got a, I got a sense from them that they are driven, like Cody said. It doesn't seem like anything's gonna stop them. Yeah. And they're. Uh, you know, it's funny. He says he hopes Tank can win. Like, I've never once thought Tank could win, right? Because he's always just wasted and partying and peeing. So you wouldn't yeah. think, oh, this is one of the guys yeah. that could be a force. But maybe yeah. there's something we're not seeing. Yeah. Well, he's definitely got the right strategy because yeah. he's not too good and he's not like right. cowboy too bad. He's right. just taking Becky in there. But who knows how his it. hangover is going to be. Yeah. Now we know every yeah. time we're watching. Let's look out for those hangover <laughs> eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I had fun. Thank I had a lot you. of fun. Yeah, yes, looking forward to next one. week. Definitely. I'll yeah. be here. Okay, and for all you out there, uh, be sure to join us next week for another round of Redneck Island episode number nine. We're coming down to the last two episodes. Yes. It's getting good now. And uh, a plug for myself. Yes, I am if so you're... sorry. No, that's okay. That's oh, why I'm here, okay. to remind me of myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're in the Los Angeles area, I do a dinner theater show at the Next Door Lounge. It's a murder mystery. So if you're in Hollywood and you're looking for some murder in your life and some more Dave Abbott in your life, uh, look for us on Groupon at the Hollywood Land Murder. Oh my gosh, yes. that's so awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop by and see you. Please do. Uh, and they can find you where? And I am uh, Go Blue Dave on Twitter and Dave Abbott, D A V E A B E D, on Instagram. 
Great. And I am Little Egypt. You can find me at, at Little Egypt on Twitter. You can find me the official page of Little Egypt on Facebook, Instagram, Little Egypt. And my appearance in Wilmington, North Carolina is going to be a humdinger. We've got Trish Stratus, who just now brought on Team Bestie, and then we have Missy Hyatt, and I can go on and on. And my friend, Lisa Moretti, who we used to wrestle with, she became a three-time WWE World Champion, will also be there, so it's going to be girl time in Wilmington with the Rednecks. A lot of estrogen there. Yeah! Yeah, I'm excited! First ever Women's Wrestling Expo. Awesome. Well, congratulations on that. So yeah, be sure to follow the updates on that yes and thanks everyone for joining us we will catch you next week from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.